Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we review and analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, greatest part three of all time. I'm saying it. Whoa. I don't know if it's true. No, it's Whoa. already. Um, no, it's not. I can already think of two. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, we've been talking about Harry Potter a lot this that, week. I don't. True. That's a really good part three. Um, That's phenomenal part three. Uh, one new location minute at a time. I'm Nick Comandos in the news. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. And uh, today we're going back all the way to minute four, which begins with um, the Michael J. Fox title card um, or credit and um, ends with uh, Steve Starkey. Yeah. Our old friend Steve Starkey. Associate producer Steve Starkey. So this whole thing is uh, one, uh, one sort of like tracking shot across Doc's front yard as uh, Marty uh, pulls up in his what is that a Studebaker? Yeah, it's a sick looking car. Yeah, so he pulls up in the in Doc's car that you know that that he that Marty took Lorraine to the dance in. And uh, a lot of bad memories in that car. Yeah. <laughs> pulls up and uh, pulls Doc out like a sack of flour, throws him over one shoulder and <laughs> carries him inside, which I'm just like, what are you? What? 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 Like, what? like Doc has got to have. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got what? 50, 60 pounds on Marty. Well, Marty weighs what? Like a soft hundy. In these movies, I'd say I'd say a buck ten. Okay, okay, and so buck ten, and, buck fifteen, and Doc's like, like probably what, like one forty? No, because he's he's like six four, six oh. three, six four. He's got to be over two hundred pounds. Got to be. That's true. That's true. Just I, from I, bone I, weight. I forget. I forget. Tall people wear their weight differently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, he's probably got a hundred pounds on Marty, and Marty just threw him over his shoulder like a sack of flour. He's a, he's a strong little guy. He's like an ant. How great would it be if he was carrying him like like newlywed style? <laughs> That'd be pretty great. It's just, I, I mean, it's obvious like that he's carrying a dummy. Sure. Uh, like because, not Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> right. Not actually Christopher Lloyd. Because I don't even think the, I don't even think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't even look to me like the, uh. Like it checks out visually. Like, well, yeah. I mean, when you, it wasn't until you said something that it really resonated with me that that was Doc. Uh huh. Because I didn't even. It just, yeah. That's 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 such a dummy. Now that yeah. I'm seeing him pull it, pull him out of the car across the driver's side. Right. Like I don't know. Have you ever carried someone to their yes. house? Yes. Yeah. So have I. And you don't drag them. <laughs> across your side you walk around you open their door yeah and the dummy isn't it's not as big as doc is no it's it it doesn't look like it's much taller than marty is um not to say that that i mean that's probably not even michael j fox it's probably a body double yeah uh because you know why why get michael j fox for this you can't even see him yeah he's in his trailer drinking some canadian beer 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. So what's, what's the, uh, what's the situation here? Did we ever figure out what the situation was with the, with the top right of the house? Is that like some sort of construction going on, or? Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so, um, so this is nice. Is it like a? Is it like a? Like a? What, what are the? A bungalow? Is it like a little little like patio bungalow area? Yeah, they maybe like a separate little area. Yeah, maybe. I'm just not used to seeing Doc's house from this angle. That I almost I, I didn't I didn't it didn't register to me as Doc's house at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's a little weird. Yeah, uh, the this it's an int- also a really interesting uh, score. Yeah, no the the score it's it's uh, it's like haunting. It's, yeah, it's very it's melancholy like, and like like an old Hollywood movie. Yeah, like 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 very mournful. Yeah. So yeah, um, and we get some credits. You know, we get some some opening credits. You know, Christopher Lloyd, um, new new player Mary Steenburgen, who we'll talk about, um, returning champ Thomas F. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like how she. I really like how Leah Thompson gets the the honored and credit. Uh huh. And Leah Thompson. Right. Well, she's such a minor force in this movie. Mm-hmm. How how does that work? What 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 are like the SAG rules for getting the like and or with credit in a movie? I think it has to do more with respect than anything else. Right. It's kind of like how with um, in, in every Marvel movie, it's like, you know, with Robert Redford or like and Robert Redford as a uh, guy from S.H.I.E.L.D. What was his name? Um, I forget his name in that movie. Yeah. Or like Antilda Swinton. That's the ancient one. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's usually like when a bigger actor agrees to take a small role. Mm-hmm. That's usually when you get the and. And um, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> I don't know if that applies. Well, yeah, I mean, in every episode of Entourage, he was always like the last credited person. Oh, was he? Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's such a yeah, legend. I don't know. I really, uh, I don't, I don't, I think TV shows are different though. Oh, okay. Than, than movie roles. I mean, I actually, I know that they're different because they're, the credits are usually in a different order. And, mm-hmm kinds of things but uh yeah i don't know kind of a weird minute overall just like the music and like the i i i you know i i I think it's really i doubt this is intentional but i thought it was really interesting that um alexander pierce just remembered it anyway oh um, yeah (laughs) thanks brain uh I, i think it's really interesting that part two was the opening credits were against like a really kind of blue cloudy kind of almost like toy story sky and this is like a thunderstorm right what is and it's, it's not just any thunderstorm it's, it's the thunderstorm yeah, the, the, arguably the most famous thunderstorm in movie history it's like this and the one from frankenstein mm-hmm. and maybe well no the wizard of oz was a cyclone yeah it's cyclone <laughs> <laughs> it's a twister see the twister <laughs> Uh yeah I I uh I I don't know it's it's I like it though because it's I mean this is what we've been talking about where uh we had talked a lot about how these characters never slept during part two and like they must be exhausted and now mm-hmm. everybody's getting to sleep yeah it's it's almost like you get like a a quiet reprieve mm-hmm. before the adventure begins right 
Yeah, I really, uh, I really like that. I wonder how many takes of this car pulling up and Marty dragging Doc out of the car they did uh, before they felt good about it. Because well, as we'll see in the next minute, it fades to dawn as it tracks across the yard. Um, so I don't know how they did that exactly. So I'm, I'm just I'm, I, I, I assume it's that the house or the, the house is separate from the sky, like the sky is an effect mm-hmm. that they've placed over the scene. Because that's the only way that they would be able to do this. Because there's no way they just like sat out front <laughs> with the 35 millimeter, you know, film yeah. and just like shot Dawn Rising. Yeah, like Bob, Bobby Z wasn't just like, all right, second unit, have fun. Right. See you in a few hours. Oh, I'm sure second unit did shoot this though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a really well done, like I, I really like I really like it as an establishing shot because it's it's establishing Doc's house, but it's also establishing like Marty taking care of Doc, who's still passed out, and you know it's it's moving things along because it's like okay, so after Doc passes out, Marty drags him into the car, and I just imagine him sort of like pacing back and forth trying to wake up Doc. Doc isn't waking up, so he drags him into the car. Wake up. <laughs> Damn it, Doc! I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, he was like, you know what? Just let him sleep, and he just like pops open a cold one. <laughs> maybe watches TV. Well, we do know that he does watch TV once he brings him home. We'll we talk okay. about that tomorrow. Maybe he just kind of uh, nestles up on the floor by Doc's bed and takes a little nap himself. Well, we're gonna find out about that tomorrow too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about you're talking about stuff that we know the answers to. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't. Um, right. Uh, but it's, um, I, I, I just, I like this whole situation. You know what? It almost kind of, you mentioned Frankenstein. It really does feel like the opening shot of like a ghost story or Mm -hmm. like a murder mist. Like, like this could very well be the opening to death becomes her. Yeah. Which would be his next film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe he was watching this. You know, I need to make a weird Gothic ghost movie. About yeah. bathtubs. <laughs> I am endlessly impressed with your Bobby Z impression. I've had a lot of practice. I know. I know. Everybody gives you gives you credit where it's due for uh, for Doc. Uh, your 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 nearly flawless Doc impression, but your Bobby Z is really good. Thank you. I like uh, your Mister Mister Dink. It's <laughs> my only good impression. Yeah, if, if you listen to No Roads, Scott did a really good Mr. Dink impression and it really caught me off guard. <laughs> um so so anyway, uh yeah, it's a good it's a good minute. Um I really special... want I really want there to be significance to Doc's address of sixteen forty, but I can't think of anything. Oh, I can't think of anything. Because it's a year. So I'm just like, oh, is that a year that something happened? I don't think so. Okay. It would have been prior to America. That's true. Yeah. We would have still been the colonies then. Mm-hmm. I don't even think then. Yeah, I don't even... You're right. I don't even think... I think we were just, well, like, barely setting up. Yeah, well, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. <laughs> I know that much. 
Yeah. I don't know what, what kind of colonists were here. I mean, there were colonists. Yeah. I don't know if we were the colonies. Maybe Cal- I think California was still part of Mexico in, 19- in 1640. I mean, I think mo- everything was kind of part of Mexico in mm-hmm. 1640. We hadn't, we didn't expand westward until after we won the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Yeah. Morning. History. History is happening. Yeah. If we have any history majors, let us know what happened in 1640. Yeah. We really yeah. should be more knowledge in history considering that we've been covering a time travel movie this whole time yeah but they don't go that far back that's true this is the furthest that they're gonna go back is in this movie mm-hmm. we're pretty good we? we're, i'm pretty comfortable with my knowledge of 20th century history yeah i'd say so uh so anyway so there's that um this 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 minute did uh open with the rest of the uh the Back to the Future logo, and if I don't think we've talked about this on the show proper, because I think this happened during our hiatus. But if you go to our T Public page, there is a uh, T-shirt design uh, designed by me that is the um, it's the Back to the Future logo, but instead of Back to the Future, it says What Lorraine What. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened after our hiatus, but yeah, there's an amazing shirt that Scott designed himself yeah. called and it's What Lorraine. What? Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, where the part three is, is like where the second what is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if that's sounds, that sounds like something you'd be interested in, uh, go uh, go check that out. We've seen at least one listener wear it. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, duelinggenre.com slash merch and uh, our Back to the Future part three logo. Uh, Back to the Future Minute Part 3 logo will be up there as well. Mm-hmm. Our new um, Kevin Ziegler art. Yeah, new Kevin Ziegler art. Very exciting stuff. Uh, so go check that stuff out, and we will be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 5 and wrap up our first week of Back to the Future Part 3. See you Friday. Bye.